Everyone, Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and as always, this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Another great show ahead of us, another great week ahead of us in the Chippewa Valley. Hard to believe we're just a just about a week and a half away from Christmas and the holiday week, and I hope that you are able to take advantage of of the holiday week whether you are going to have those days off or even if you don't take those days off that you have a a nice calm week at wherever you work and do around this time of the year if you are in a good spot if you're in a good place take note of that be happy with what you have and for those who are eyeballing what may not be the greatest of holiday seasons for any number of reasons we've all been there we've we've all been there uh it's going to get better i think that's the key thing there and 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 try to find what will bring you joy this holiday season We've got a great show ahead of us here. Don't forget to follow all of our other outstanding programs at Eau Claire Hometown Media. Banker with a beer. If you haven't already, go check out our last episode. It doesn't sound like a sexy topic. In fact, it's the complete opposite of it. Uh, Talking about obesity, you want to check it out, though. It's a fun listen. Sometimes a guest... A guest makes or breaks whatever a topic is. You can have topics that are very exciting, but if your guest isn't that good, well, it's not going to get you intrigued. Think of it like this. Think of it like a cover band singing a song. You may love the song, but if the band doesn't hit the right notes, it's going to take you out of the moment. Same thing there with a guest. Uh, so we got a great guest with Banker with a Beer. You want to go and check that out. Uh, don't forget, if you are thinking in 2022, hey, I, I want to start my own podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. We got a lot of great new shows debuting in January, February, and March of this year. And we'd love to have you involved as well. So just reach out to us uh, either on Facebook or or on uh, on the old email, if you will. And, of course, follow and subscribe to us on Spotify and iHeart, uh, where these locally made podcasts will come directly to you. Got a few topics I want to get into today, but I wanted to start off with this because it was kind of fun, and I saw it in Tuesday's Leader Telegram. Thought this is a, a fun thing and a reminder of the circle of life and not the circle of life in terms of 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 you're born in diapers and yet you go out in diapers not that type of circle of life not the lion king but the idea that what we think of as a big deal at one moment typically isn't a big deal even some weeks down the road we laugh about things we go oh we Boy, that turned out not to be that big of an issue or we learned to live with it or what have you. And we can point to any number of examples of that, even from our own personal lives. Well, on this date, on this date in 1986, so go back to 1986, on this date, a group of people picketed 
outside of the Holiday Inn. Remember the Holiday Inn when it was located there on uh, on on Claremont. The, the Holiday Inn on Claremont, the, and, and then it became something else, and then they bulldozed it, and it, uh, it's now the Marshfield Clinic uh, there. Used to be the big tower. On this date in 1986, people picketed outside of that Holiday Inn, upset. Why were they upset? Because people staying at that hotel had the option of watching pornography, adult movies on the hotel's satellite televisions people picketed outside of the holiday inn because those who stayed at the holiday inn had the option had the option i mean they were going to and and i bet they had to pay extra anyway of watching adult movies had the option of watching movies where people are kissing each other in just their underpants the things that worked uh, worked people up for that, they picketed outside of the Holiday Inn because of that. Now you just think of the internet. Half, half, <laughs> half of you are watching me or listening to us right now on a device that I bet you want to clear that browser history off of. <laughs> now that's not to say, by the way, before we move on and somebody sends me a naughty email, uh, addiction is a serious thing. Addiction for anything. And there is pornography addiction people are addicted to pornography there is there is an addiction that is out there that's not a laughing matter but when it comes to vices when it comes to vices and there's any number of vices i always tell people don't try to force you know keeping somebody away from a vice instead Talk about the positives of staying away from said vice. Don't demonize somebody for doing any vices because unless it's the old adage of, you know, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. A lot of us have a vice. A lot of us have those vices. A lot of us acknowledge that they are a, a vice. And vices aren't just looking at naughty photos or gambling or drinking. Vices are a number of things there. And it goes back to the obesity show that we have with Banker with a Beer. Yes, some of it is genetics, but a lot of it is, and the doctor talks about this, people just eat a lot. That's a vice. But I don't want to get off on that. I, I just found that intriguing that on this date in 1986, the big scuttlebutt in the area was the fact that there was a hotel in town that people could watch pornographic images if they if they uh had paid for it it takes me there's there's i remember stories by the way long before i'd come to this town i guess in the 1990s uh the guy who ran wagner's was upset because he was losing the state bowling tournament because he could not have exotic dancers at his place. Now, that's a whole other thing there. What the hell was going on in this community back in the 80s and the 90s? <laughs> well, we know what happened in this community over the weekend. Uh, the winter storm. And we did get hit. We did get hit. I think it was about 9 to 10 inches in Eau Claire. 9 to 10 inches in Eau Claire. In fact, it was a little worse to the west 
which was maybe the one part that they goofed on. My wife and kids had to drive out to Hudson on Friday for a youth hockey game. It got worse as they got out there. It was supposed to get better. It got worse as they were going out there. And by the way, don't start me off on, I would have been happy if they didn't go to that game. I don't know why they had to play that game. But apparently I was in the minority of of people, parents, that thought they should have banged that game. You know, what, what are we even doing there? But we did get hit on Friday and Saturday. Big, heavy snow. Snow blower clogging snow. Credit where credit is due to the city of Eau Claire Street Crews. We have hammered them on this program. I, like many of you, have cursed into the night sky with sometimes the plowing in our city. Great job. Great job over the weekend. The main roads were were pretty clear on Friday night. I had to go out for work on Friday. The main roads, and quite frankly, when you crossed over from Chippewa County into Eau Claire, you could tell the difference. On Business 53. Great job on the main roads. Now, you're going to say, Scott, the residential roads, they were impassable. And you're right. You and I knew that going in. You and I knew that going in. But this is why I say A-plus job. The main roads were cleared. The secondary roads were cleared. And the residential roads got cleared by noon on Saturday. I was expecting that my house would not be plowed out until 4 or 5 in the evening. And it was plowed out at 10 a.m. So great job done by the city of Eau Claire. Uh, street crews, uh, they deserve a thumbs up for their effort. They were, they were prepared. They knew it was coming. What I find kind of funny is I live on a residential area that, again, doesn't get plowed all that much. So when I came back from work at about 10 o'clock in the evening on Friday from doing a uh, Chippewa Steel hockey game because they had to play because the team they were playing was in from Alaska and had already arrived. I parked on Mitcher Street, which is a road that gets plowed a lot in anticipation that I would not get out of my street until later in the evening. It kind of backfired on me because I parked on Mitcher. First off, I couldn't even get into my area anyway, but I parked on Mitcher Street Knowing I was going to get plowed by the plows and plowed in, you know it took me 45 minutes to dig out, <laughs> and I needed the help from my wife, and oh, it was a mess. And and four people on Mitcher Street came out during the morning. They were snow blowing, they were shoveling, and they saw me struggling to get out. They saw me struggling. Now, I would have turned down if they'd wanted to help because I, I could do it. But not a single one of them asked to help. Nobody asked to help. Midwestern hospitality, my ass. <laughs> but speaking of weather, speaking of weather, we have an emerging nuisance in this town and a borderline potential problem in the area. I say it with a, with a smile, but it is kind of a problem. Anyone else notice how quickly the depth chart for meteorologists in the area has thinned? 
WQOW TV has three meteorologists. WEAU, I think, is down to what, two now? They're down to two meteorologists? And the overall quality, and I, it's not easy to be in the media. I know it firsthand. But the overall quality is fairly suspect when you think of it. WEAU is the real issue. If you haven't noticed it, then I'd be stunned. But for the last, what, month and a half, they've been having a lot of reporters cover the weather. Clearly, they're not doing a weather forecast. They're just presenting the weather to you, like Al Roker on the Today Show. He's not going through there and tracking a storm front. He is presenting it to you. He is a weather presenter. And that's what these reporters are doing. They're either taking old information from one of the remaining meteorologists or they're going onto their weather.com app and are pulling up the weather and telling us, which is all fine and dandy when you don't have anything going on. Make all the jokes you want about TV meteorologists, oh, and they're wrong and blah, blah, blah. But they do serve a significant purpose when you have severe weather, which we may have on Wednesday night. And having your own TV stations and your own news departments and your own weather people and your own team of meteorologists, it what, it's what separates a community like this from some other communities. There are communities of this size that do not have their own TV stations, that do not have their own news operations. Hey, with all due respect to the fine folks up in Rice Lake, 20,000 people and whatnot, they don't, they don't have a local TV news outlet. They, they have to pawn it off of us in Eau Claire. So it is something to keep in mind. And, and you, you hope you end up getting another team of meteorologists there. It wasn't that long ago. It seemed like they had too many meteorologists at these stations. And, the, and I remember talking to somebody in local TV news about two, three years ago. And imagine a significant issue. The problem isn't necessarily money that they're not willing to, that they're not, that they're cutting staff. The issue is they can't get people. They can't get people to come and work in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. They can't get people to work in the lower rungs of television. It, a, lot of, a lot of young college reporters now, a lot of young people that want to get into the media... It's either I'm going to go work in Madison or I'm, or I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm, I'll do something else. Hopefully we get some more meteorologists. And frankly, the ones that we have, hopefully they get better. The, the, the young man who does uh, the morning weather on WQOW, he, his, his hockey officiating abilities are quite suspect. Uh, he officiates a lot of college and junior hockey games, but... Uh, he's got it. You know, he, he's got about four years under his belt. He's now getting good. It takes time to get good. Some of these other ones they roll out there. It's kind of painful to watch. You're watching somebody learn on the fly. Continuing on, uh, local Republican Kathy Bernier, state senator. We don't really talk state politics all that much, but she went public on Monday asking that the inquiry into the 2020 election being led by Michael Gableman be ended basically said nothing of substance is being found and only increases election insecurity for those who don't like the result 
And that is the key. If you don't like the result from 2020, you will always doubt the process. And any type of investigation only makes it worse for you. Nothing's going to make you either feel better about it. Nothing's going to vindicate you for it. It's not helping anything. They're not finding anything of note. The result isn't going to change. And frankly, in state after state, nothing of substance is being found, including here in Wisconsin. What you on your message boards latch onto, because you're going to say, Scott, they've done X, Y, Z. You're right. But those are crumbs someone is trying to serve to you as an appetizer. That doesn't, things have to be tidied up. In elections, there's things that have gone on for years, not necessarily nefarious. You talk to anybody that's run elections, anybody that's been election commissioners and all that, there's always little things that have to be tidied up in the process. But that doesn't mean that there is a scandal at foot. And what you're seeing online are crumbs being served to you as an appetizer or, quite frankly, a full-on entree. Now, getting back to Bernier... She noted this could hurt Republicans in the long run, all this stuff. Now, she ran Chippewa County elections for years. Remember that. Now, if you think she is a quote-unquote Diet Cola Republican, well, she's against us, so she's not with us anymore. She also notes that when Gableman comes to the area for a meeting, that she'll be packing heat thanks to her concealed carry permit. So she make sure that you all know she's still very much Republican. She'll be packing heat. Well, she, I, 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 she didn't say packing heat, but I just like to say that. She'll, be, she'll, have her, she'll have her gun with her because she's got a concealed carry permit. But a local Republican stepping up against the rest of her party for something that she does not like. Uh, that's something that, take, take note, take note. Uh, some of you are going to never forgive her for it. Others of you are going to give her a big thumbs up for it. What have you. The Regency Hotel continues to be an issue. How? A 52-year-old man, Roger Larson, charged with exposing himself on Sunday evening. Apparently this has gone on before from him at that hotel. Though this is the first case in which the police got involved. He's been staying at this hotel for several months. Apparently exposed himself to a nine-year-old boy on Sunday. Which again, dear God, there's a family in there. Last we heard, someone had purchased the hotel and was going to renovate it into apartments. I highly doubt that is going to happen in the manner that the city had wanted. Now that you think about it. I'm there, I'm, I'm there at, over at Wagner's Lanes nearly every Sunday night. That... that God, if you could get everybody out of that place and just have it fall in on itself, it might be the best scenario. Well, Scott, what about the poor people that have to be inside of there and they it's the best option they have? Well, that doesn't mean we have to keep an eyesore in town. We might have to fix you know, we have to fix multiple problems, if you will, but we gotta we gotta take care of that spot. Think about it. It was this time last year the city made plans to have the place shut down within weeks. And then the owner pounded his fist on the table and played every card he could and kept it open. And last we heard, he'd sold it. So you're thinking, all right, maybe he's 
He, you know, the, the guy sold he's going to make a buck off of it. The American dream, if you will. Instead, we still have this eyesore. We still have people staying inside of there. I've seen for a while there weren't a lot of cars that were there at the Regency. But if you have been like me, you've noticed now that place is starting to fill in once again. So look for a while like that place was shutting down. It's, 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 it's operational again. And they clearly haven't cleaned the place up. Is the Regency the only place in town where you're having problems? Absolutely not. But that shouldn't be the defense for why you shouldn't do anything there. Uh, and uh, uh, something of positive for this weekend coming up, uh, both UWEC and Stout will hold their graduation ceremonies inside. So good to see them having graduation ceremonies again. A lot of uh, young adults will be getting that, getting that sheepskin over the weekend. Congratulations to them. The, the, the whole thought of a December graduation now is pretty much on par with the May graduations with the way super seniors operate and, and, and extended time at colleges and all of that. Uh, so congratulations to them. A lot of families will be in town over the weekend, a lot of celebrations over the weekend. And again, spare me your, well, what's the point of college and blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's still, it's an outstanding accomplishment. And if you put a lot into college, you're going to get a lot back. If you put a lot into it, you're going to get a lot back. If you put effort in, if you have a goal while you're there, if you treat college like it's just an extension of secondary school, well then, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of value out of it. But if you went in there, were part of a lot of organizations, you were, were, were constantly trying new things, uh, you were always going to class, you were really diving into your schoolwork and you were thinking critically about a number of things and you came out of it with maybe not in, even entirely knowing what your life is going to be like, but you're coming out with a lot of goals for what you want to accomplish and you have some ideas as to how you're going to accomplish them, then you succeeded at college. And those individuals... Uh, this Saturday at UWEC and Stout deserve to be recognized for their efforts. Another show on Thursday, and we'll have a show next Tuesday as well. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.